Welcome, willkommen, welcome, bienvenue, bienvenido, and maligaya pagdating to the Goddess of Technology podcast, your podcast on career development and growth in the technology industry. My name is Marie, and I am your podcast host. Now, our previous episode was about welcoming you back from our summer break. And with that, a lot of companies, some of which are in the technology industry, but also some of which are not, but in other industries, actually oblige their employees to return to the office, either on a full-time basis or in a hybrid basis in a way that they will have to work at the office for a certain amount of days per week. But of course, there are also some offices or companies out there that offer their employees an indefinite right to work from home uh, or remotely from wherever they would like. Now, this episode is dedicated to those gods and goddesses of technology out there who need to actually return to the office either full-time or partially. And... uh, The past few weeks, since the end of summer break, I had some very insightful conversations with co-workers and or other people uh, from other companies and industries who do need to return to the office, either full-time or partially. And based on these conversations, I concluded a lot of challenges that these people are facing. For example, mental health challenges because they had been working at least three years remotely. And it's the first time after three years that they're actually returning to the office to work. And they are mentally not accustomed to that, but they're more accustomed to working on their own, to have easy access to their children in a way that they can spend quality time with their children throughout the day or spend quality time with their spouses or partners throughout the day to take spontaneous breaks from work, which is more possible when you are working remotely and from home than if you were actually at the office. Because when you are at the office, you cannot just pop into your children's uh, bedroom and say hello and give them a quick hug or tuck them into bed for their little... um, their little nap in the afternoon or a little siesta. These are things that you are not able to do or unlikely to do when you actually need to work at the office. Uh, Moreover, there are some people who, again, have been working from home in the past two to three years and are characterized 
rather as introverts and as extroverts so they feel that they gain more energy from being on their own than actually being surrounded by people and this is not an indicator of whether they actually like the people around them they are just generally without any offense to the people around them more energized when they can actually be alone and and they're also more performant more productive more effective when they're working on their own as opposed to having people around them who don't necessarily even need to talk to them for them to feel energy-wise drained but just even the presence of other people around them just hearing other people breathe and interact around them can be exhausting and i am saying this because i am an introvert um a lot of people do mistake me for an extrovert because i genuinely enjoy uh creating and developing relationships with people because i love to um listen actively to other people to ask them questions and to learn from them however if you listen closely you will realize that despite the amount and depth of real of conversations i have with people or relationships that they're mostly about the other person and less about me so i do speak less about me and disclose little about me it's only with a selected small group of people that i actually open up um and again this has nothing to do with me liking or disliking someone it's just me being an introvert and so if i had to be at the office i would feel exactly that you know uh i would feel emotionally mentally drained and uh, as a result it can be like risk being less effective and productive at work and so this episode is dedicated to dedicated to all of those fellow technology professionals or fellow professionals in other industries who are um, experiencing the same situation right now now after summer um, a lot of companies are actually putting return to the office or back to the office policies either full-time or hybrid again um and so this is a great timing to actually share some advice with you based on my own experience and based on the experience of other professionals that I had a conversation with and who do struggle with returning to the office and I would like to let you know that you are not alone in the situation that you are in but there are other people around you who actually get you and who who got you and who got your back um I understand that if you're surrounded by a group of people who are excited to return to the office, who are excited to socialize and I congratulate them and I am genuinely happy for for you um if you are a part of that group. However, not everyone is like that. There's also a group of people who are um might feel anxious about returning to the office because there are more introverted or maybe people who prefer not being at the office but who prefer being at home because they would like to have those 
um, in between meeting moments um, with their children or with their with their partner because it's family first for them which is the same for me and makes absolutely sense so i wanted to just send out that love and that empathy to you first of all i can share all the advice that i want from my side and from other people who are actually going through it as well um but i feel that the most important thing when we're going through a challenge is to tell each other to take each other's hands and to tell each other look each other in the eye i understand i get you i see you i hear you and i feel that is something that already takes away a lot of load from our hearts from our chests when someone tells us that. So I wanted to tell you that. And um, this is also something that whenever I am feeling challenged by something, be it this, this um, topic or another topic, then it does generally help me if someone walks up to me and says exactly that to me. So I wanted to share that with you. I hope it helps and if you are a person who is not feeling that way but you know someone else who needs to return to the office and who feels challenged by that then tell them that as well i might not be in the same situation like you um but if i was i'd feel the same way like you so i empathize with you please feel the feels and and feel what you you need to feel to heal and to at some point feel better uh, and also if you are someone who does not need to return to the office and you are excited about that and you can work indefinitely remotely then have empathy towards the group of people who actually need to return to the office um, and to not boast about the fact that you don't need to return to the office but you can work remotely indefinitely um, show some empathy show some emotional finesse towards those uh because at the end of the day uh just be happy for yourself and celebrate that but if someone is particularly devastated about the fact that they have to go to the office and i have spoken to people who who are in other companies um then it would just be empathetic to not boast too much in front of those people um, yes we do have the responsibility as fellow human beings to celebrate each other's successes and yes they can be happy for you but you don't necessarily need to rub it into their face if you get me uh, yeah so let's get into this the advice that i would like to share and uh, this is not only my own advice but it's also some advice that um I gain from conversations with people who are actually in that situation of returning to the office. So yeah, let's get into that. So to start off, as with a lot of things that I share advice on. On a fundamental level, have self-love and self-patience. 
because if you had been working remotely for at least two years, working at the office again is a major change that will certainly impact you mentally and physically and also socially when it comes to your family and to your friends. You will not have that flexibility any longer to um, just give them a quick kiss, give them a quick hug uh, when they are with you in the house, you know, when it comes to your partner or to your children. And of course, it will be sad. Of course, it will be disappointing that you cannot continue working remotely. Uh, of course, it is exhausting to uh, commute or to drive to work. And it is important to Give yourself that time to process that information. Give yourself the time to heal. Yes, to some people who are less emotional uh, or who show less emotions, this might sound dramatic, but let's not devalidate those who are more sensitive. Uh, but to actually show empathy and so yeah do have some self-love and some self-patience it does take time I remember when I was it's not entirely the same situation I do get that but whenever I went back to university after being on a semester break for two to three months so in Europe that's the amount of time more or less that we take in between semesters or academic years maybe it is the same in other places but that's definitely the case for us here regionally in Europe and then when I would have to go back to university and I would have the lectures you guys I would be exhausted I kid you not on days where I'd have lectures from 9 to 6 in the evening and just listening basically and I was not even working there you know I was not proactively doing something listening just listening and writing exhausted me already extremely now of course it might be different if you actually need to put actions into place maybe you will be more alert and more involved and that will make you feel more awake and less exhausted uh, but also in situations when I did start a new job and prior to starting that new job I was still taking the remaining leave from the previous job so I would be on holiday leave for a few weeks so I would do whatever I want during that time and I would, wouldn't have to wouldn't have any obligations or be at the office during that time and then I'd return to the office at that new job at that new company new colleagues and whatnot I would also feel super exhausted and it would take me one to two months to actually get accustomed mentally and physically to the new situation again so i know these are only approximate comparisons but i do get where that that worry actually comes from and those fears actually come from so in that in those instances 
you cannot avoid feeling like that it is what it is you are human we are human this is just life or in the circle of life you will not be feeling balanced 24 7 you will not be satisfied with everything and with everyone 24 7 you will be uncertain and unknowing sometimes like all of us uh and there will be challenging times and it's something that you cannot avoid because it is a major change so be loving and patient towards yourself do not accuse yourself for feeling negative emotions feelings and thoughts because it is just a part of life also in a situation like that do not compare yourself to other people other people who are less emotional or who demonstrate their emotions less than you do Uh, everyone has a different way of reacting to circumstances so do not compare yourself to anyone who doesn't react like you who reacts less emotionally than you you are your own individual you are living your own individual life and have enough respect towards yourself to and to be your best friend to go through the motions as you feel them so this is what i would say is a foundation through it all um the second advice that i would love to give is to take all the time you need to actually get back on track or to get into the the everyday life and uh, rituals of being back to the office it takes um it takes another mindset another everyday life to actually live uh, as someone who works at the office again it was an entirely different lifestyle when you work remotely and you will definitely take time emotionally and and um, physically to get used to that again you know for example if you are yawning multiple times throughout the day although you did sleep seven hours or also you are eating junk food because you are feeling so stressed of being back at the office or also you actually do not feel like talking to any of your colleagues no even those who uh, you actually get along well with um, and even though it seems it feels so uncomfortable to you take all the time you need to uh, get used to the new situation and to the change once again do not expect overnight to get used to it and to enjoy it and to perform as you usually perform because it is just a different situation um, next I would say when you're back to the office take regular breaks yes you do have that lunch break where you actually eat and maybe go for a walk but do try to take regular breaks every hour even if it's just you know to stand up to do some um, low intensity exercises in a separate room on your own (laughs) Um, or also to walk the stairs up and down to go for a quick walk outside if you have the chance to have a park or some nature around your office 
to do that even if it's just five to 15 minutes um per hour uh just do that or to just go to the kitchen and grab yourself some tea or coffee or water uh and on that note also stay hydrated drink water because when we are so emotionally um focused on a task or emotionally focused on getting used to the back to the office return to the office lifestyle we can easily forget our physical needs when we're emotionally so drawn into a task Um, and it's so important that we still get the physical activity going that we still stay hydrated so that would be my next advice staying hydrated and the next one to that will be to as much as possible to actually eat nutritious food so what i mean with that is as much as possible vegetable as much as possible less processed food i understand when we are stressed we have a tendency to gravitate towards junk food fast food um sweets chips because they just give us the instant gratification that we are actually having fun that we are eating something delicious and that makes us happy in that very moment for the short term but sugar and salt do have the effect on us that it makes us feel dehydrated and sugar makes us crave even more sugar Uh, and for the long term it does make us feel exhausted and uh, not entirely recharged when it comes to our energies so yes if once in a while you would want to get kfc or mcdonald's or whatever um or starbucks whatever fast food it is that you are feeling go ahead and do that uh and it's absolutely normal i absolutely have those cravings a lot too but also know and be accountable and responsible that if you do grab one of those foods that it will have a negative impact on your physical well-being as well so that you will kind of have to catch up with it you know like if you do eat like mcdonald's burgers multiple times in a week at the office because it's just so close to the office and you didn't really have time to grab food from home or your office also doesn't doesn't have any office restaurant any cafeteria or um or any catering uh then i understand that in your stress and understand that you would actually grab the easiest most easily accessible food and if that's a mcdonald's next year or any other fast food chain then i understand that at the beginning you'll be gravitating towards that but also know that if you do that very often multiple times in a week you know that you will be having physical consequences of that you will be feeling more exhausted you will be tired you will be sad you will not be feeling entirely full and you will be craving even more fast food even more sugar so know that we can do that that's what's going to be happening but again be kind to yourself if you feel it once in a while but like multiple times per week or every single day that is definitely going to have an impact on you
Um, next, now this is something that you definitely do not have to do if you do not feel comfortable with it because it definitely depends on your relationship with your manager and your level of comfort and ease with that person. If you do feel comfortable with your manager and you do have a healthy um, relationship and communication with each other, then I highly recommend that you actually share with your manager how you feel about returning to the office, Um, especially when it comes to how it is actually affecting your effectiveness and productivity at work if it does then let your manager know again only if you have a healthy relationship with each other that you will need some time to get accustomed to the office life again maybe a month or two but you will be doing your best in your power to deliver the best results that you can but just communicate with them that it might take some time until you get back on track again because you're getting used to the office life again. As opposed to them not entirely knowing what's happening to you, people cannot read your minds, people can sometimes misinterpret when they read between the lines. So to completely avoid any misunderstandings and to be as transparent and honest and authentic as you can, um, you can just tell them how you feel about it. Because worst case scenario, they live, they, they actually work in a different location than you. They're not seeing you at the office. They're actually not seeing you in person at all. And in a situation like that, it is so difficult for them to actually gauge what the motives are, the reasons are in your decline of performance. So god forbid there will be a next mass layoff in your company and your manager just sees your you know declining performance and he or she doesn't really know what's gonna what's happening with you but um if you communicated it and you actually suggested a solution or if you do not know a solution you ask for a solution and they feel that you are being honest that you are also uh someone who is assertive and knows how to set boundaries and knows themselves very well and what motivates them and what takes away their energy in their work styles. That is also something that deserves a lot of respect if you can communicate and identify that for yourself, right? So you can gain a lot of trust with that as opposed to them just guessing why your performance is not as it normally is. And I'm sure you're a great performer. And if you end up not being that because you are so exhausted and sad from being back at the office, then they might be putting you into the list of the next mass layoff. God forbid, I hope that doesn't happen to any of us. But just to ensure that you are very far away from that happening, just communicate it with your manager only if you feel comfortable with it. If your manager, I'm sorry to say this, is just a witch or a dick, then excuse my language i was just really really feeling it i really needed to say that then don't talk to them i get that but if you can go ahead because for the long term it's only going to be good for you you never know what's going to be happening in the future and the more transparency and clarity there is around who you are what you think how you feel what your intentions are where you're at at this stage of your life as a professional, then you're good to go.
Also, last but not least, if you have any work besties, or if there are generally any coworkers that you do have a good personal relationship with, maybe even coworkers that have turned into friends, share your story with them. Communicate to them how you feel and how this new situation makes you feel. Maybe they are even feeling the same, and you feel. That you are in company with someone, and even if they do not feel the same, given that you're indicating that you actually have a good relationship with them, they might be able to share some words of encouragement, some words of wisdom, or maybe just even give you a hug. A hug sometimes really is a solution to so many problems. So, yeah, I would say this is what I would recommend.、Um, In case your company puts in a back to the office, return to the office policy,、um, it is super important here that you place your own self love and self care above your work and above anything else. At the end of the day, our employer, our workplace is not our family. It is still a business transaction. Yes, we can have a healthy, happy culture and values that we actually live by in practice, that we actually live and breathe. But at the end of the day, the company that you're working for is a business, has business goals, and nobody else, also not your employer, will be able to take care of you. As much as you take care of yourself, and you should be taking accountability and responsibility for that.、Uh, also, know that family is first. That whether you are with this employer or another one, or let's say you are self-employed, right?、Um, this、um, so this is not in the context of. Back to the office, return to the office. But you know, even if you are like an entrepreneur or freelancer. You never know how the economy goes. Your business might be gone at some point as well. So always, always put yourself first and the loving relationships in your life. At the end of the day, love is everything. Work is important, and if you are really passionate about what you do, then it can be a lot of fun and super motivating. But do not forget that it's about you, your health, your well-being, and that of your loved ones. So yeah, what an emotional and deep episode! But it was just very important for me to be as authentic and as transparent as possible about this. And yeah, if you are someone who cannot resonate. With this, because you have a remote contract,、um, then that's absolutely fine. In that case, I am inviting you to share a link to this episode with your loved ones who actually do need to go back to the office. You never know who it might help. So yeah, I'm sending you once again a lot of kisses and hugs from the Netherlands, and I hope you have a fantastic weekend. Mwah.